Hello and welcome to the Rock and Roll Football Replacement Service podcast. I'm Matt Ford and you're about to hear the wonderful noise of Matt Dyson. Hello there. Yes. What a lovely, great show it was reminiscing about old times, Fordy. Oh, we got so many treats in this show. We really built on what we did last week and added, well, a genuine footballer for starters. Yes, that's nice. It's nice to have some guests on, isn't it, when there's no football? Well, that's what's great about this. We can get footballers, ex-footballers, celebrities, comedians on. Anyone, yeah, that's true. The thing is, there's so much football has happened in the past. It would take us a millennium to cover it all again. Yeah, that's true. Which we yeah. may well have. We, yeah, we, to be fair, it's open-ended. We don't know how long we've got at this <laughs> stage, do we? How has it no. been broadcasting from home, Fordy? Would you have, did, you, did it feel weird? What's your yeah, setup like? What are you in? You're in the spare room, are you? Is it like a desk um, in front of you? What's, look around, tell us what you can see. Yeah, so um, our... Um, in the flat that we're in, the desk over is looks out of the window, which overlooks like the outside, so I can see grass and trees and things like that. Oh, nice! Which is nice. Um, so it's a nice vista. But it yeah. is weird not being in the studio. It definitely takes you a bit of getting used to, yeah, because you're used to having all the stuff around you. So doing it from home does feel a bit. Well, it just feels different. I mean, obviously, you managed, you got used to it fairly quickly, didn't you? Well, I've been doing it for what seems like months now, so <laughs> this is my new reality. <laughs> I just can't wait to just go back and go to London one day. That'd be nice. That's all I want to do. Oh, well, hopefully hopefully it'll be before too long. Uh, enjoy this podcast. It's absolutely packed with nostalgia, a brilliant interview with Joe Worrell, and um, some amazing stories from the week in football. This is an announcement for all listeners to Absolute Radio. It's Matt Ford and Matt Dyson with your rock and roll football replacement service. And it's almost live. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It's rock and roll football on Absolute Radio on Saturday with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. And when I said we were almost live, that's because we recorded the show today uh, on Saturday morning. But because of isolation, uh, Matt is not the only one in isolation now. I am as well. Uh, I'm symptom free, uh, but because I'm asthmatic, I've got to stay in the house and we don't want to be coming into work at a time like this. So um, we are both in isolation. It's made it hard to do the show live. So you are listening to us on a Saturday. Um, but not entirely live, so don't text us today. Um, but Matt, this uh, is yeah. something new for me. You're, you're entirely used to this. Well, yes, I mean, but there is no live football at the moment, so rock and roll football doesn't necessarily have to be live, I suppose. And the way we're dealing with this crisis is by looking back through rose-tinted specks at the footballing days of yesteryear. So really, it's fine to record it on a Saturday morning, I think. And as, fo- as Forest fans... We only look back through rose-tinted spectacles anyway. That's, they're the only specs we have, yeah. yeah. Exactly, that's the only way that we see the world. So this is, um, welcome to our lives and the rest of you. Um, so don't text us today, but we've been sending us uh, suggestions all week for games we could cover. We'll announce those in a second. But Matt, on a Saturday, we usually start the show mm. with you previewing some red-hot Premier League action. So what are you going to preview for us today? Um, well, there is no red-hot Premier League action, as we know. There hasn't been for a while, but... Um, it was my first day out of isolation into social distancing today, which meant Ooh. I could do my first allotted piece of exercise in the great outdoors. For so, years, I imagine. <laughs> yeah, for some time, yeah. Because I was on holiday before I went into isolation <laughs> as well. So, yeah, I've been living it up. And it was <laughs> tough, let me tell you. But I suppose I could talk you through that. Could Absolutely. I? Over the grandstand music. Here we really? go. Hit the music, okay. please. Yes, after 14 days in isolation, it's go, go, go at the Dyson house this morning. Well, only for his prescribed session of exercise, obeying Boris's rules in this time of strict coronavirus lockdown and staying two metres away from any other joggers at all times. Actually, if we're talking about running, maybe we should switch to the Chariots of Fire music here. A film released in 1981, 13 years before producer Will was even born. But thanks for getting me the music, young friend. Friend, uh, still as relevant a cultural reference as ever. The chariots of fire music. What Vangelis or Vangelis? That's it. It's Vangelis. Yeah. Vangelis. So, so to the race. This is Dyson's. I'm talking about myself in the third person for some reason. This is Dyson's Uh-oh. first attempt at real exercise in around a month. If you don't count these scooter races and PE lessons in the back garden with his daughters in the build-up to this big moment. La- 
last time out was 5k on a treadmill at the gym. Now here he is pounding the streets of this rural village setting in an ill-fitting t-shirt and some battered old football shorts. He waves at the local shopkeeper as he pounds down the high street, setting quite a quick early pace, but that proves to be short-lived. A few cheeky social cigarettes while out drinking in the last month or so are really coming home to roost now with burning lungs. He slows the pace as he goes around the corner of the high street. Think more Jan Mulby in the 80s than John Williams of Swansea in the early 90s Rumbelow's Cup Sprint Challenge at Wembley. Some villagers have turned out to watch in their desperation for any live sport during the pandemic and he keeps on pushing towards the end of his village red-faced and sweating, panting before he stops, turns around and walks back home. It's not quite been the sporting spectacle we were hoping for. Oh, mate, how dark was it when you finished? Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it was, yeah, the sun was setting. It was a good, <laughs> it's a good 12-hour run, that. And do you, do you use sweatbands? Uh, no, I have done in the past when playing squash. Yeah, do you ever play squash? Squash? What are you, yeah. an 80s executive? <laughs> I love squash. Like a fortune great in game. the city. <laughs> squash is a really good game, but you sweat so much that it goes in your eyes, so I had to wear a headband for squash. Yeah, I have to wear a headband. I'm thinking about getting an exercise bike for the flat. Ooh, a Peloton one. Well, no, we've got that? quite a small flat, so I need a foldable one. Ah, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, my dad had one of them when we were kids, and it just ended up being used to hang clothes on. Yeah, I think that's what I want it for, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hangers. <laughs> yeah okay, great, get one then. <laughs> <laughs> it's Matt Ford and Matt Dyson on Rock and Roll Football, and in a moment we will be announcing which amazing games from the past we're going to be covering live. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, this is very exciting. Last week, we covered some amazing games live, and we've decided to give it a bit more of a structure this week, so we're going to cover classic FA Cup finals, Dyson, and we had some amazing suggestions. We really did. Uh, Some of my favourites of all time. Uh, The 87 Cup final, Spurs against Coventry City, the huge upset that that was. Uh, The 1991 FA Cup final, which I was at Wembley for that. Were you there as well, Fordy? Were you too young at the time? I was too young, and why don't you just rub it in? <laughs> Sorry, it was great. Oh. great day. Quite a sad result. That really that. hurt. <laughs> We're going to relive that amazing Stuart Pearce free kick shortly. We're also doing Scottish Cup finals as well, aren't we, Fordy? Yeah, well, this is the thing. I mean, there were so many. Obviously, there's so if you go back far enough in history, there are so many great FA and Scottish Cup finals. And I think a lot of people nominated um, uh, Liverpool against Wimbledon when the crazy gang won. Of course, of, that was a, a classic. Only wanted, one goal, though. Well, that's it. And that was the same for the Wigan Man City one. Yeah, was yeah. That there were great upsets, but there's only one goal. And particularly for the Wigan one, it came very late. Yeah. Um, a very popular choice, probably the top choice, was Liverpool against West Ham in 2006, the so-called Gerrard final. Ah, uh, yes, of course, yeah. And a, a lot of people watching the... The, the Liverpool white suit final, which was oh, the Spice famous Boys, for, <laughs> the mainly famous for the white suits, and Eric was it Eric Cantona's goal in that game, the only goal of that game, I think it was. It was a great finish, but it was a diabolical game of football. Yeah, we don't want to relive that. No, it was awful. Um, so from Scotland, we've got the 2012 Scottish Cup final, which was an Edinburgh derby between Hibernian nice. and Hearts. I remember watching it on Satanta Sports, Ooh. and it was absolutely bedlam in there. So we've got some great games for you to cover. So, Matt, you're going to take Coventry against Spurs and Forest against Spurs. Yes, lovely. All Spurs fans. Some highs and lows to Spurs fans, if you're listening today. And uh, I've got Liverpool, West Ham and Hibs versus Hart. So we'll, be, we'll nice. be bringing you these games as if they're happening live, which, you know what, last week before we did it, I thought, is this going to work or not? It was one of the most amazing things we've ever done. Oh, I loved it. I loved reminiscing about the, 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 the country's collective footballing memories. And we've also got more of those goal montages to come, haven't we? Oh, man, right, let's take a breather, because the first time I hear it, I'm going to weep. <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Oh, what have we done? Um, (laughs) We usually obviously have games kicking off at three o'clock. So we were going to start these classic FA Cup finals at three and follow them on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, But we just realised three out of the four ones we picked go to extra time. (laughs) So we've got to start them all early, otherwise we won't be able to finish them. Yeah. 
because we can't go. Well, five o'clock is the indie disco with Andy Bush. We can't we can't eat into his time just because we're reliving an FA Cup final extra time, can we? Although hard. that would be properly retro, wouldn't it? Just a little <laughs> announcement coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Andy Bush's re- retro disco, indie dis- disco. Will follow, Andy Bush's it's- indie disco will follow this pre-recorded historic FA Cup final yeah. coverage. Overrunning due to the football. Apologies to all fans of the indie disco. So th- so this means the games have already started. Some oh, yeah. well, then we need some air horns. <laughs> some of the games have already started. Because I've got to tell you, Matt, in 2006, Liverpool are already 2-0 down. Jamie Carragher scoring an own goal after 21 minutes. Oh. And then just seven minutes later, Dean Ashton has put West Ham United oh, yes. 2-0 up after nearly half an hour. And in 2006, you have to ask yourself, can Liverpool get back into this cup final, Matt Dyson? <laughs> Amazing. In 1987, we've had a couple of early goals at Wembley. Ooh. Spurs against Coventry. Clive Allen uh, put Spurs into a 1-0 lead just two minutes in. Amazingly, that was his 49th goal of the season. That's a ridiculous goal-scoring tally for any striker. Incredible. At any time. Uh, and then, But then just uh, seven minutes later, Dave Bennett scores an equaliser for the Sky Blues. It's one all after nine minutes here at Wembley. Wembley in 87. And what about in 1991? In 91, there's been so much action, mainly involving Paul Gascoigne. Uh, He should have really been sent off already. He kicked Gary Parker in the chest at one point, completely ignored by Roger Milford. And then he's done a horrible challenge on, uh, on, uh, who was it again? It was on... um, Gary Charles. Gary Charles, sorry. just watching it back on my monitor. Couldn't make it quite make it out on this grainy footage. It was (laughs) Gary Charles. uh, And uh, he's horrible challenge. And it looks like Gazza's come off the worst from this challenge. And he's really got an injured knee by the looks of it. But he's going to play on. Up steps Stuart Pearce to take the free kick. He curls it into the top corner of the goal uh, and it's 1-0 to Nottingham Forest dreamland for the tricky trees 16 minutes in oh imagine if Forest won the FA Cup Dyson that would be amazing Brian Clough's the only trophy he hasn't won and he looked so pleased as he led the team out at Wembley holding Terry Venable's hand it was a lovely moment and just to be clear with Gascoigne then, Dyson, based on the footage you're seeing, he hasn't been shown a yellow or a red card. No, yeah, exactly. Two That's two incredible. challenges here that really were straight reds, but they've been ignored by Milford. And actually, Gaza has pulled up uh, with uh, with his knee injury and uh, appears to be, they're already warming up the subs. Naeem is coming on for Spurs to replace Gaza, uh, who is being stretched off. It looks like a serious knee injury. We are getting confirmation from absolute radio sources that Gaza has not been shown a yellow or a red card. I mean, you've got to say, Matt Dyson, I think people will be talking about that decision for years and years to come. I think they will, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We certainly will. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Here at Absolute Radio, we think it's important to continue the conversation around mental health. And in this time of social distancing and self-isolation, it's even more important to keep those conversations going. We're here 24-7, even if you just want some company. All you have to do is turn the radio on, tap the app, or ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio. Rest assured, you're not the only one who might struggle occasionally in your own head. We've got lots of programmes and podcasts which will hopefully reassure you you're not alone. For example, we've got Time to Listen, our series where musicians and comedians share the songs that have helped them through the good times and the bad, featuring Tom Walker, Joe Brand, Gary Lightbody, Tim Wheeler, Miles Kame and Midge Yore. Listen in the free to download Absolute Radio app and download the podcasts wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want support or help, head to absoluteradio.co.uk slash time to listen for information on people you can contact if you need to. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Sound the air horn. There's hot action from 2006. (laughs) Jibril Cissé has pulled one back for Liverpool in the FA Cup final. After on 32 minutes, so it's 2-1. Liverpool are right back in this, Dyson. Nice. And in 87 at Wembley, we have another goal for Tottenham Hotspur. They're 2-1 up now. Gary Mabbott, it looks like, with a header, although there's some, it could have easily been a, a Brian Kilcline own goal, uh, but it's gone down as a Gary Mabbott goal. 40 minutes in, Tottenham 2-1 up. 
thrilling stuff in these cup finals. I mean, Liverpool-West Ham is 2-1 already. Sometimes what FA Cup game. finals don't deliver. I think people will be talking about this 2006 final for years and years to come. I'm going to keep making that joke every yeah. week <laughs> uh, and see who tires of it first. Now, we've got a new feature for you called Own Goals, where um, you send us your personal own goals from the week. Um, email them to football at absoluteradio.co.uk or tweet them to us at R&R Football. Dyson, have you scored any own goals this week? Uh, not necessarily this week, but I was just thinking about my worst own goals of all time. And uh, there was one uh, doesn't particularly paint me in a good light, but you know when you're sort of mocking a colleague uh, <laughs> and Uh-oh. you accidentally, and then you're sending an email mocking the colleague, but you accidentally send it to the colleague. Oh! <laughs> you know, that horrible oh, thing no. that can happen. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's the, that most, the most horrible heart-in-mouth moment ever. I was working with a guy on a separate radio station to this and he um, yeah, he, he kept making quite a few howlers when he was doing his show big mistakes and me and another friend would send the audio of that round whenever it happened <gasps> and it was like lol he's done another one no. <laughs> but I sent it to the actual guy in question oh mate that awful. that's awful it was the worst own goal. it really felt like an own goal you know when you see footballers with their head in their hands almost crying it was like that horrible own goal and how did he react to it? Well, that's that was the weird thing. He he, he sort of didn't react, and then I had to go and see him in, in the flesh, and he didn't say anything. So it was never spoken about. But I'm fairly sure he saw the email and thought maybe I was like joking with him about yes, it. Yes, yes, that's, that's what he would have thought. Hopefully, I styled it out. Uh, but uh, yeah, just a horrible. It's so easily done, isn't it? You know, because you think you're thinking of that person. But oh, then you accidentally send it. It's just, the, mor- the moral of the story is don't have a go at your work colleagues. Just be yes, nice. Don't, don't be a workplace bully. <laughs> yeah, don't be yeah, a nasty exactly. little rotter like Matt Dyson. <laughs> and uh, you'll only get good karma. We've had mm. some amazing ones in. Uh, Dennis in Watford got in touch. He said, it wasn't me who committed this own goal, but my ex, she texted me something she'd meant to text her best friend about how she was thinking of dumping me. Apology she sent afterwards a sight to behold. Luckily, this was 10 years ago. I've since bounced back from the heartbreak <laughs> and I'm now happily married. Oh, God. Dennis, a.k.a. Alan Partridge in Watford. <laughs> oh, man, imagine that. That would be... I think I'd weep. <laughs> Just yeah. for days. Oh, how sad. Because you sort of never really want to know that, do you? You don't ever want to see it in black and white like that in front of your face. <sighs> We've got a load more own goals to share with you, including, well, including perhaps... I mean, Jamie Carragher obviously scored an own goal earlier in this uh, Uh, cup final. Uh, Own goals and real goals from the past, all coming up on Rock and Roll Football. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Now, you'll have seen over the last few weeks a lot of people in the football community doing good for society at this time of national crisis. It's been heartwarming. And you may have seen in the week that um, John Terry was helping deliver food packages to the vulnerable. This yeah. was uh, video footage on the Daily Mail website. He was helping Oxshot Delivery and its co-creator, James Davis, who sent produce, including food and home essentials, to those who need it most. Uh, and Terry put it on his Instagram, saying, Today I was part of his delivery team and loved watching the smiles on the faces of those who needed it. Um, I mean, it's obviously a very good deed he's doing, but I think yes. I'd, have mixed, I'd have mixed emotions. <laughs> if he turned up on your doorstep. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I think, intimidating I'd be petrified. character. Oh, intimidating character, isn't he? Yeah. I'd be like, oh, thanks for the food. I've got it. Shoot, look, my missus is out, mate. My missus is out, but thanks for the food. <laughs> thanks for the food. I was just surprised he wasn't in a full Chelsea kit as he did the deliveries. That was a big surprise. <laughs> But uh, I think you know he's. I suppose he's in need of some positive PR, isn't he? And you know, you know, fair play for him to giving up his time. I suppose. Yeah, I mean, I would love it if he turned up in a full kit oh, with the Champions League trophy. Be like, oh, some sandwiches and uh, three pieces of silverware. <laughs> yeah, oh, just exactly. what I needed, actually. You've yeah, got no, to, no. yeah, you got to own the joke, haven't you? You know, play along with it, like James Milner does, as we'll be talking about later. You know, you, you own it, and then uh, you're in control of the joke. Like Theresa May dancing that time. What a great moment that was. <laughs> yes, it wasn't the first thing that sprang to mind, Dyson. <laughs> just wonderful to know how you might But if work. people are going to mock you, you've got to own it and go all out with it. And that's what John Terry should have done in this situation, I think. 
Well, good on him for doing it. Oh, sound the air horn! There's oh. action from 2006! Because you're not going to believe this, on 55 minutes, Steven Gerrard has equalised. It's now 2-2 between Liverpool and West Ham. Also, we have a goal in 87. An equaliser for Coventry City, the 60, 62nd minute, a diving header from Keith Houchin. A lovely goal, and he runs off to celebrate behind the goal at Wembley Stadium. It's 2 all here. And in 1991, Dyson, a Forest, have Forest still got one hand on the trophy? Well, at half-time, it was, it was 1-0 to Forest, but there has been a goal back for <gasps> Tottenham Hotspur. Yes, Paul Stewart has rifled it into the bottom corner. It's one all at this stage. Forest against Spurs, 91. Oh, it still hurts. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. We have got some amazing personal own goals from our listeners, Di. So what's the one you've got there? There's a brilliant one here from Toby Gillies on Twitter who says he proposed to Claire who, while he was doing it, told him that his flies were undone. Imagine that. What a moment to be flying low during your proposal. Luckily, she said yes. Toby, congratulations, but it's quite an own goal. Yeah, and the thing is with that, that's now part of the story forever. Yes. Exactly. That, that we, moment, him not doing up his flies, is that will be told at the wedding, that will be yeah. told at anniversaries, that will be told at birthdays. Go I'm on, tell him about, about when he proposed to, to me. Come. Yeah. And it was all hanging out. Yeah. You, you'll never guess where he was hiding the ring. <laughs> so why can't you just hand it to me like a normal guy? That's outrageous. Oh, oh sound the air horn! Oh. There's been a goal. You're not going to believe this. In 2006, Paul Kincheski has just scored. It looked like an overhit cross. Oh, it's yeah. West Ham 3, Liverpool shot. 2. Wow, what a game. It's incredible. What a game. Oh, and in Scotland, sound the air horn. In the Scottish Cup final, it's an Edinburgh derby, and Darren Barr has put Hearts 1-0 up after 15 minutes. Oh, my word. Isn't football amazing, Dyson? It's lovely, isn't it? So nice to look back and reminisce about these great days. It is, and even though I know these are happening in the past, I'm genuinely following them like they're happening now. Exactly, yeah. You're reliving the moment. Matt, I think I'm having a nervous breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) Please don't. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Rock and Roll Football on Absolute Radio with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson and with a very special guest now, Nottingham Forest Central Defender Joe Worrell. Joe, welcome to the show. Hi, oh, mate. How are we doing? You all right? Yeah, very good, thanks. You've been really doing your bit to keep people perked up throughout this crisis from reading bedtime stories on social media and talk sport <laughs> to the amazing Forest pub quiz that you did on Facebook Live this week, which I took part in. Where did the idea for it come from? Um, well, basically, uh, it was a couple of couple of months ago, uh, scheduled for that Thursday, um, a couple of days ago. It was meant to be a charity fundraiser uh, quiz in Papawick, near where I live. Oh, um, near the pumping station. Yeah. Yes, just near there, yeah. Um, and uh, obviously that's been cancelled with the recent event, so the guy who organised it, one of my close mates, Ben, he, he said, uh, came up with the idea about two weeks ago saying, uh, well, not that long ago, about a week ago, saying, um, do you fancy doing a forest pub quiz online? Because obviously everyone's isolated, so it'll give them something to do. So uh, I dug out the tuxedo and, and gave it a go. <laughs> I saw that was amazing. I tuned in to see you in a full dicky boat. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I gave it a good go, to be fair, but they, we had a couple of problems with... Uh, technical problems before and stuff but apart from that it was all right oh and uh people kept putting so <laughs> basically we uh we created like a a form to fill out so we sent people the the link uh, yeah. to fill out the form as i read out the questions as you know matt if you took part and stuff um yeah. But people kept putting the answers in the comments on the live feed. <laughs> it was also, yeah, I have to problems. say, I howled laughing. There were so many bits of it that were really funny, but the bit in the music round where um, yeah. you were asking people who um, wrote Born Slippy, <laughs> and then you go, so who did it? 
Underworld, born slippy. <laughs> <laughs> Gave the answer uh, who, away. Who, who, sang, the, who <laughs> sang the song uh, by uh, Bo- uh, Underworld, born slippy? Yeah. yeah. He wrote <laughs> Underworld, born slippy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, it's amazing. Nice. So, do you know if anyone got full marks? How have you marked it? Uh, we did half the marks yesterday. Um, half of the 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 forms we got sent back, but the rest of them, I'm going to do either today or tomorrow um, when I can be bothered. To be fair, because there's so many to do, um, but it'll be out next week sometime. I'll be able to send off the prize and uh, and whatever and announce the winner of the forest first ever live pub quiz. Hang on, who, what what's the prize? It was a size shirt, ball, and uh, some boots from me. Nothing. What? I had no idea there was a prize. Yeah, just your token gestures, really, from your footballers. Yeah, you stand. But they're amazing prize. gifts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To some people, they'll be cherished, I suppose. To some people. <laughs> to some yeah. people. So, do you think you'll do more of these quizzes? I hope so, um, but no, I should think that um, Ben Ben White, the media fella at uh, Forest, as, as you know, in Fordy, is he's all right to be fair, and he's he's um, he gave us the permission to go on Forest Facebook page anyway, gave us the password and stuff, could have created absolute nice. havoc on the page. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know why he gave it me, mate. To be fair, absolutely stitched them up, but no. Um, Hopefully, in the next couple of next couple of weeks, we'll be able to do a couple more stuff. We've got like some ideas. Who wants to be a millionaire? Um, oh, like Mister yes. and Misses and stuff like that. Oh yes, that's a great involved. idea. Yeah. So yeah, but obviously the only problem is because of the social distancing thing. Um, yeah. It's you've got a lot like, Zoom video call it or you know what I mean. It's all we yeah. could. I suppose meet meet up in a park somewhere, but be two meters apart and record it somehow like that but that's not really realistic is it so I mean with that, with that being crude Joe you could get a mini series out of this yeah yeah no look I'm, I'm not as stupid as I, as I look or sound so I've been, uh, I've been I, I want my I want my own uh, section on Forest Forest Love to be fair like, I go to yeah, the pub quiz yeah. every Thursday as you know yeah and every Thursday I would happily ditch that if I could host the Forest one no problem <laughs> Wow! So you could be a YouTuber, a professional footballer, and a YouTuber all in yeah, one. Yeah, I, I, I prefer the term quiz host. YouTuber, <laughs> yeah. uh, it's a bit childish, isn't it? YouTuber. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Sound the air horn! It's oh my word, Wembley in 2006. Hang on, was it Wembley or was it um, Cardiff? Oh, it was Cardiff, wasn't it? Yeah. Sorry, I Cardiff. seem to remember this being the one of the ones in Cardiff. Yeah. I remember point. the oh, I remember the Michael Owen. Anyway, Cardiff in 2006 <laughs> is going crazy because Steven Gerrard has scored again, another wow. equaliser. It's three all, and we are heading for extra time between Liverpool and West Ham. Absolute scenes, as they <laughs> the say. Millennium Stadium. Oh, man, this is absolutely incredible. Right, time to go back to our chat with Joe Worrell, who was telling us not just um, about how he entertains the people of Nottingham at a time like this, well, Forest fans all over the world and football fans all over the world, uh, but I also asked him how footballers are staying fit at the moment. Um, well, the first week, first couple of days and whatever we got given off, um, not given off, but the, the obviously the league stopped and um, things started changing. We got sent over WhatsApp uh, texts and and videos and stuff of what to do and like a schedule. But ever since the lockdown, it's been kind of like, well, you can't really go do too much like running in the park and stuff because of like gatherings and things like that. So I've had to find different places to run. Um, our schedule properly starts next week, the fitness one, because um, okay. we've still got three weeks till we're back in. So we've got or Monday to Friday, basically, um, working. The last week we've had off, so I've been like in the garden and stuff. But apart from that, I've, I'm quite fit anyway. You can't really be going mad. Um, into, you can do too much as well. If you're every single day thinking, oh, I need to get fit, need to get fit, there's no point. And obviously, we've not not been given the time off but you want to have a little bit of a rest as well you know what I mean so mm. um, to be able to uh, keep yourself topped up every other day or or weekly and whatever is, is a good idea and I think all the lads at Forest are smart enough and know their own bodies and we're in such a privileged position as well we're up near the top of the league we've got a great uh, form against the top teams in the league so if we do end up going into the playoffs and I fancy us but this time it's, it's concerning for everyone oh, 
But do we I mean, know? Have we, sorry, I was just going to say because like all f- football fans are in the dark about when it's coming back, if it's coming back, what's going on. Do players have any inkling of uh, no idea. when it's likely to be? But like, you're going to go back to full training in what three weeks? Is that the plan? Yes, yes we'll be back in full training. Um, but even now, because the the gym and stuff's open at Forest, but it's like you can have one person's only allowed in it at a time. You know what I mean? So it's oh, like yeah. it's a nightmare. Um, one out, one in. Yeah, literally, um, <laughs> and it's just things like things like that. Um, I was planning on doing a bit of bit of running with uh, Ryan Yates, Joe Lolly, and lads like that, but obviously we can't all be together. So it's um, it's frustrating. It's really strange times for everyone. To be fair, it's not just not just footballers, but for us as well. It's, it's quite interesting. I've I've thought of it this way. Um, obviously, all the teams will be going back to the league um, in a couple of couple of weeks or a month or so. And it'll be like the start of pre-season again. Like there'll yeah. be teams that are unfit. There'll be teams that are <laughs> yeah. super, super fit. Yeah. Um, so it's like literally the whole of the season that's just happened. It doesn't matter who you're playing, whether you've played them before. They'll be totally different because oh, yeah. I tell you, I tell you for a fact, there'll be some teams and some players, like loads and loads of players that have just literally had this three weeks of the jolly up. And so, <laughs> I'm telling you, and sat in the garden drinking beer and and whatever. (laughs) Don't get me wrong, I've had a I've had a couple of beers and sat in the garden and stuff. But I know my body, and I know like the next three weeks it's work time. But there'll be some players out there that will. 100% 100% take liberties during this break and, and it's up to us <laughs> up to us as, as uh, professionals at Forest and good lads that we should should be able to um, work hard and come back better and stronger it's like pre-season to be fair because we won't get yeah. much of an off-season this um, oh, yeah. this year because the, this, the summer's been ruined uh, basically uh, I had a couple of holidays booked. It's the same for everyone, um, but never mind. Of course, yeah, because you've got you've got to play all these extra games, and you've got a, you've got a, a load of game show formats to be getting commissioned. So exactly, <laughs> you have any exactly. time in the garden, Joe. Time, yeah. I know it's shocking, but I'll, I'll squeeze them in. Well, I can't wait to take part in them, Joe. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, mate. Really appreciate no it. No problem. Matt, Matt, and you, rock and roll football. Rock and roll football and absolute ready with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Dyson, you mentioned James Milner earlier. Yes. And owning the joke of him being boring. He's been doing some amazing stuff. This year. <laughs> He's been making the most of his isolation, hasn't he? What, measuring his grass by blade by blade. <laughs> the boring James Milner tag. He's really going for it, isn't he? He also did an isolation 11, picking a first 11 using items in his house. So he had bread friedling goal. Yeah, yeah. Thierry Henry Hoover up front. John Terry's yeah. chocolate orange. Uh, David Silver, which was just a 50p piece. <laughs> <laughs> Lewis Dunk, which was a digestive biscuit. And the manager was Fabio Cap Pello. It was just his uh, yes. baseball cap. cap um, yeah. So I thought you and I could do some isolation. We could um, put a team together, surely. Have you got yeah. any? Uh, well, I was just looking around the kitchen um, when you mentioned that while I was making a coffee. I've got Tassimo Macaroni, the uh, nice. play for Middlesbrough, uh, Hob Wilson, um, <laughs> Mart, Mart Broom, <laughs> the goalkeeper. Oh, lovely. Uh, former Bolton manager Owen Foyle, Siv Anderson lovely. and Matty Collander. <laughs> Matty Collander doesn't really work. Siv Anderson. Matty Collander. <laughs> Oh, see, I've gone a bit more topical. I've gone Good. Um, kind of coronavirus uh, news base. I've gone Chief Medical Officer Jeff Hurst. <laughs> yes. Michael NHSian. <laughs> Wash your handy carols. Oh, nice. Three week lockdown, Jess. Oh, really what? Jess. Dying, dying, Jess. Jess is written, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, oh, yes, I suppose it's better written down, that one, yeah. Uh, self-isolation Wright Phillips nice coronavirus Martin and um, I did one that doesn't make any sense because I've just I haven't involved any footballers but I've done stuff around the house related to the lockdown VAT bag deferred until the end of the tax year <laughs> Which, uh, if Rishi Sunak is listening, I'm sure he'll appreciate. Oh, Saudi Airhorn! Oh, got absolutely oh, insane! So many goals. I don't think we've got enough Airhorns to. This is insane, right? So it was Hearts are winning one nil. It's then gone two nil, two one, three one, four one, and there's been a red card. <laughs> oh, I've dear. never seen anything like it. It's all it's going now. Off. 
4-1 after 50 minutes. Ryan McGowan has scored for Hearts. Wow. Uh, Danny Granger scored the penalty. Oh, this is just absolutely insane. And of course, this is an Edinburgh derby taking place at Hamden. Insane. Yes. What's oh. happening in 2006? Well, we're in uh, 2006. I'm not sure. Are they? Are, is, this, is it an oh. extra time in 2006? Yes, sorry. I'm, I'm covering that one. <laughs> yeah. I think it's in extra yes. time. I'm it's, not streaming that one. But oh, yeah. I'm so sorry. Yes, <laughs> it's in 2006. I'm just talking to myself. What's happening in 2006? I'm going to tell you now. Throw it's, to myself. Uh, they are still equal. They're still equal in extra time. Could this game right. have to penalties? What about 87 and 91? 87. We're in extra time in 87, but it looks like heartbreak for Gary Mabbott here. Six minutes into extra time, he's put Spurs ahead earlier in the game, but now he scored at the other end an own goal to gift Coventry City the FA Cup by the looks of it. Still a bit of extra time to go, but uh, City 3-2 up against Spurs. What a game this is in the warm sunshine here at Wembley Stadium. And in 91, they're also in extra time, but uh, another own goal to tell you about. (laughs) Another own goal from a central defender. Instant heartbreak for Nottingham Forest. Uh, Legend Des Walker, the England international, uh, one of their best players, has turned the ball into his own net. Um, They're they're losing 2-1 in in extra time. Uh, Sad sad times for Forest fans. Des Walker looks distraught. Why did we pick that game? I don't know. They're idiots. Reliving it all over again. That's one of the worst. Talk about own goals. We've just scored one deciding to cover that. I mean, pieces here. I hope the Spurs fans are enjoying this. Yeah, enjoy it, Spurs fans. Yeah. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Delighted to be able to announce some wonderful personal news in the career of Matt Dyson. <laughs> oh, yes. What is it? What is it again? You must know. Oh, yes. The podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what you, what? Of course, what else would it be? What else yeah, have you got to tell is. us? We've got, there is nothing else. We've got a Hollywood movie in, deal as well. I've been in isolation for weeks. That's all I've got to tell you. <laughs> and so my wife thought, I've got a good idea. Why don't we sort of document this t- hellish time where we're stuck in the house 24 hours a day with three kids and uh, call it a podcast called um, Love in the Time of Corona. And as soon as I heard the name, I thought, yes, I like the sound of that. That's a nice, nice little name. Always start with the name and then take it from there. And so we pitched it to our boss and he said, yeah, OK, go and make a podcast about it then. So there, it's out there now. Yeah. And how often does it come out? It comes out every day, Monday to Friday, during the lockdown period. So for the next couple of weeks, and we're just sort of documenting the uh, what it's like, you know, almost like in solidarity with everyone out there who's also on lockdown. If you want a bit of escapism, uh, shared shared pain, then uh, download and subscribe. Please I love do. Escapism and shared pain, which are total opposites. <laughs> like, yeah, they are. If you, if you want but to totally can... forget what's going on, but absolutely be reminded by it every day, then this is the show for you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it's a strange, it's a strange oxymoron, really, isn't You're it? But it's phenomenal. It's about. <laughs> so it's called Love in the Time of Corona. So is there like romance on it? Uh, well, no, we're not going into we don't go into like gory details. It's not like an adult <laughs> podcast. It's, it's more of a family podcast. But you know, the loved ones in our house. My wife was very ill for a time, so oh, man. Uh, I was just doing everything at home, and it's just really tiring. And I love how you've made that about you. My wife was ill; it was awful. I had to do everything. <laughs> she barely moved. No, so I mean, you know, the person who's well some, that suffers. There are there are highs, there are lows. It's, it's the full gamut of uh, human emotion is covered on this podcast. It really is. <laughs> Great. Loving the time of Corona. Available to download wherever you can get your podcasts. I can't wait to hear it. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. If I was to say the words Nobby Solano to you, Matt Dyson, what do you think of? <laughs> oh, the little South American winger who played for Newcastle. Was it Newcastle in his pomp? Yeah, I think. Or, Middles- or was it Middlesbrough? Maybe it was Newcastle. Newcastle. He played for Villa as well, I think, didn't he, at one point? Yes, but he was definitely at Newcastle, as you say, in his pond. Yes, that's right, yeah. Nobby Solano. Character. Bo- Bobby Great Robinson. little footballer. Bobby Robson <laughs> calling him that little urchin. <laughs> I don't know what he meant by Jim. Nobby Solano actually has been in a lot of trouble in Peru. He, has, he got arrested. Yeah. He got arrested for going to a house party and breaking coronavirus lockdown rules. So, I mean, firstly... Well, f- fair enough. Yeah. It doesn't matter... 
it doesn't matter who you are or where you live, you have to abide by the rules of these things. Because as we know, Boris Johnson has contracted it. It, it yeah. doesn't discriminate between people who no, used to play football and people who didn't. Yeah. Oh, but he says, be... do you know what his defence is? What was it? He says he was set up by a TV show. Oh, what? It was like a prank. Yeah, like a yes, Jeremy Beadle-style exactly. coronavirus prank. Exactly. Ridiculous. You imagine that? Former Newcastle star Alberto <laughs> Solano thinks he's checking on an elderly neighbour during a lockdown. What he doesn't know is we've turned it into an illegal rave. <laughs> <laughs> the police have turned up. This is incredible. Wow. I mean, it'll give Sky Sports News something to talk about. Yeah, Breaking cool. news, Craig Bellamy is arrested for standing less than two metres away from somebody. <laughs> but that's quite right. You know, he should be held up as a, an example. of what, what was he thinking? Ridiculous going to a party. You, well, you know you've got to have a, an online party. is the only way to do it these days, isn't it? Exactly. Why didn't he the, do that? Get Zoom in. Get the house party app or whatever it is. Have a Google Hangout. You know, <laughs> that's what everyone's doing. His defence, by the way, said it wasn't a party. There were only six or seven people there and the kids <laughs> were getting some exercise. Oh. I mean, that is a party, still, isn't it? Yeah, still not social distancing, is it, Nobby? Yeah, it wasn't a party. Look, there weren't even any volivants there. I mean, everyone needs, everyone knows. Like, I mean, if, if it was a party, where's my booty bag? Can you see my yeah. slices of cake? Booty bag. Yeah, there's no, there's no cheap chalky balloons. There was no there? buffet. There was no buffet. <laughs> exactly. It's not a party without a buffet. It's just a gathering. Six or seven people and children running around is not safe. Let's be absolutely clear. No, and it sounds like a rubbish party. So he, he, he blew all this. He went to the, one of the worst parties ever, and now he's in massive trouble. A lesson exactly. for us all there. Stay in the house. Nothing wrong with it. Six or seven of us there, kids running around. I mean, some of them looked a bit peaky, but it was fine. (laughs) Some of them coughed in my face at one point, but yeah, I'll be okay. Yeah, he's really annoyed about it. He said, somebody heard the music, tried to be clever and told the TV. It's about celebrities and when you're in the public eye, this sort of thing can happen. (laughs) Mate, you've broken a curfew during a public health crisis. This isn't like some backlash in the time of celebrity. Yeah, I mean, it's great for the money. Do you know what I mean? The big house and the cars, but you try breaking a curfew with this face. (laughs) They'll be on you like a ton of bricks, mate. (laughs) That's ridiculous. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Now, there's lots of consequences of the lockdown, of social distancing, of shielding. And one of them, of course, is that there's no football at the moment. Um, But apparently this public health crisis is not going to put a stop to the Amazon documentary about Spurs. They're going to still make it. They're still going ahead, is it? Oh, right. Wow. I mean, about what? the effect the coronavirus has. I suppose it's going to be quite interesting, isn't it? Um, yeah, the documentary series is called All or Nothing, which um, turns out the answer is nothing. <laughs> we thought that might be happening with Spurs this season. It was anyway. a genuine choice. I didn't realise it in the title. When but they all got or Joe, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah, nothing. Cursed from the moment they first came up with that idea, weren't they, Spurs? I think they brought in Jose purely for for the television show as well. It's like because he's box office. Like he's going to give. He's going to really pick up the viewing figures if we bring in Jose as manager. And now the unforeseen twist in the season: the coronavirus kills it all. Unbelievable. You know, I what? sort of want to watch it still. I do, but I never thought of the fact they might have brought Mourinho in partly for that reason. Yeah, I think it's tainted their view. They thought, we can't just get a, a boring manager. We've got a TV show to make here. So it's got to be somewhere. Wow. It's got to be a character, hasn't it? And Jose will be box office. That's what he is. I can't wait for the next series when uh, the new manager's Dirty Den. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. They go, they go full soap opera. <laughs> oh, man. Is. Or Danny I'm, Dyer. I'm, Maybe they get him in. I read an article about it online and they said um, the Daily Mail has learned the production team are confident they already have enough material, which is such an insult to Spurs, isn't it? You can't end it now. We've only played half a season. Yeah, yeah, I think we got the gist, to be honest. I I think you've given us enough. I think we've got more than enough of you, actually. Yeah. Yeah. It's an eight-parter as well. Really? Episode one's going to be some football, then episodes two to eight yeah. sat at home. I think, I think we might have peaked on the whole football documentary thing, you know, because I noticed Sunderland is coming back for another episode on, on Netflix, and that's ruined by the fact, well, uh, you look at the Lito, they're still in League One. Okay, so I'm not going to follow them for a whole season just where they stay in League One. There's too many spoilers out there now for these uh, TV documentaries. 
Yes, but in a time where there's no football on telly. Well, I suppose could, so. I'll watch anything to do with football. <laughs> yeah. Talking of watching old football, sound the air horn. Because in 2006, Liverpool have won the FA Cup. What a turnaround. They were 2-0 down very early on, and then they've won it 3-1 on penalties. Anton Ferdinand missing the critical one. 2006, Liverpool... FA Cup champions. What's happening in uh, wow. 87 and 91, Dyson? In 87, it's all over here at Wembley after extra time. Uh, to- uh, Coventry City have won 3-2 against Spurs. Wow. Spurs have had an amazing season. They should have had a documentary team following this one back in 87, but uh, John Sillett, Snoz, is dancing around here at Wembley <laughs> Stadium with, with the FA Cup in his hand, and it's all over in 91 as well. After extra time, Spurs have won the cup. It's lucky for Spurs when the year ends in one, as Chaz and Dave used to sing. And uh, they've won after extra time to deny Brian Clough uh, the FA Cup, the only trophy he'd never won. Amazing game, though, including uh, Mark Crossley saving a penalty from Gary Lineker earlier on as well. Great game, but Spurs win, sadly. So what you're saying is Gary Lineker took a penalty, but he was... Denied! Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Well, we've got an exclusive for you here because Jim White is in the building. I say in the building, I'm recording this in my flat. Yeah. Jim White's is, in my is, house. He's, oh, is he not also in isolation, is he? He's in Should isolation. He from where, yeah. He's in a building. <laughs> yeah, um, somewhere. Which for the purposes of this is the building because it's time for my sports news. Hello and welcome to the May Sports News Desk. In breaking news and a total abuse of the May Sports News system, producer Will Shaw has released a statement to the May Sports News Desk declaring he has taken part in a record five online Pilates sessions this week. <laughs> okay, wow. While he's usually more of a running or a football guy, his statement said he's got to do the best he can with the situation. We wish all those working out at home the very best of luck. And of course, email your home workouts, uh, regimes and tips and stories to football at absoluteradio.co.uk. Michelle. Thank you, Jim. News breaking this afternoon that Penny in Liverpool has taken delivery of an exercise bike, which she'll be keeping in the back garden to give the illusion, at least, that she's exercising outside. Good luck, Penny, from all at My Sports News. Thanks very much, Katie. Johnny in Exeter has admitted he's lost every game of FIFA he's played against his housemates. Well, they've been isolating together. Well, the message did include a few words that we can include. What we can say <laughs> is it seems John's housemate is a cheating such and such. And that's about all we can say. Glad to see that household is surviving well. Oh. Pauline. That's so infuriating, isn't it? You just keep losing to the same person over and over again on FIFA and then you're stuck there. You can't even play anyone else. I uh, wouldn't also, know because I don't play computer games. <laughs> we're also hearing, Jim, uh, that Ted in Manchester has successfully done five keepy uppies with some toilet roll at the third time of asking. While Ted wouldn't comment on the alleged waste of such a vital resource at this time of need, he did say that he regretted nothing and it was all for his Instagram story. More on that as we get it. Thanks very much, Laura. And finally, news that Ben in Hull has beaten last week's record of five paper balls landing in a bin when he scored a massive six during his company's virtual drinks on Friday evening. <laughs> well, Ben wouldn't provide us the reason why he wasn't focused on his colleagues, all at My Sports News. Congratulate him on such a big achievement. Don't forget, tweet us your personal My Sports News for next week at RNR Football or indeed email them football at absoluteradio.co.uk. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Sound the air horn again in Scotland. This is incredible. In the 2012 Scottish Cup final, it's an Edinburgh derby, and hearts are 5-1 up. This is incredible. Imagine that, a local derby in a cup final, 5-1. Rudy Skackle getting the fifth. Uh, as we know, in 2006, Liverpool have won the FA Cup, beating West Ham on penalties after a thrill draw, an absolute thriller. We'll probably go down, really, as Steven Gerrard's final or words yeah. to that effect. Um, yeah. And in, and in uh, 87 and 91, Dyson, it's all over. 
Yes, a uh, big upset as Coventry City beat Spurs 3-2 in 87 at Wembley and uh, Tottenham uh, beat Nottingham Forest in 91. 2-1 uh, it finished. The final whistle has gone in Scotland in 2012 with, oh. I mean, just an absolute humiliation. Hearts 5, Hibs 1. An incredible afternoon of football right here. What a great day for the Jambos. Yeah. Well, we've done, we've done FA Cup finals today, so what do we do next week? Good question. Um, do we go into the Champions League? Do we go World Cup, Euros? League no, the world's Cup. our oyster. League Cup, actually, yeah. Let's not forget the League Cup. Missing great yeah, League, League Cup, Cup finals. finals. We could do we could do um, Simod ZDS. Oh yeah, maybe they're for later weeks. The Mercantile Credit Classic, <laughs> <laughs> the Makita Tournament, the Anglo-Italian Cup. We haven't even touched on that. <laughs> oh, Intertoto. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, Le Tournoi in Paris. Oh, now that was oh, a great yes. tournament. Yes. So well, much sweet to go for. <laughs> Tweet us during the week at R&R Football or email us football at absoluteradio.co.uk and let us know which games you'd like us to cover next weekend and what genres, whether it should be League Cup Finals, World Cup Finals, whichever games from history you'd like us to cover. And let us know which goals you'd like in next week's montages. I love those montages, Matt. So good, aren't they? So they good. Matt, it's been an absolute pleasure. As always, yeah, what a great show. So much going on, wasn't it? Thank you to Joe Worrell as well for joining us. That was lovely absolute treat we'll keep you updated with all the good work that football's doing and with big doses of football nostalgia as well remember follow the government advice go to the website gov.uk slash coronavirus and keep washing your hands well there you go what a podcast and Joe Worrell what an amazing bloke Oh, what a lovely guy. I think a career in broadcasting beckons after his football career is done with. And he's still got loads left of that. Such I mean, a young do you lad, think you could have three forest-based hosts of rock and roll football? <laughs> oh, the, yes, that's what we need. He's <laughs> the third third prong, isn't he? Excellent. I beg your pardon. <laughs> we, uh, speak for yourself, mate. Um, we, we will try and... Well, we will get a non-forest guest for next week. But yeah. his pub quiz was so funny on Facebook Live, it, it deserved a, a, a bigger platform. Um but hopefully we can see each other face-to-face soon, Dyson. I mean, obviously it's going to be a few weeks, maybe a few months before we can see each other, but imagine yeah. what it's going to be like when you can go to the pub again. I know, yeah. There's going to be some massive sessions, aren't there? Uh, in a way, it'll be great if the football season does come back in the summer, because imagine like if we did get to the playoff final, I don't want to jinx or anything, but if Forrest got to the playoff final and it was in like the middle of July or August, it'd be yeah. amazing, wouldn't it? A really big sunny, sunny day out at Wembley. It'd be great. And also, in you know, in lieu of the Euros, at least let's have some football over a nice warm summer. Yeah. It wouldn't be the end of the world, would it? No. Um, obviously, we've got this new way of doing the show now. Matt and I are both in isolation. Neither is in the studio. Um, so email us, football at absoluteradio.co.uk. What games would you like us to cover on next week's show? Tweet us at R&R Football. Let us know what own goals you've scored. Um, it doesn't have to be in the last week. Um, and let us know what games you'd like us to cover and what goals you'd like to see in next week's packages. And uh, as always, just stay safe. Look after yourself. Don't leave the house. Yes, and, and don't um, be a knob E. Solano. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> oh, Dyson. I can't wait to see you again, mate. <laughs> I miss you. I really miss you too. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. 